Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sarah. How many scoops of coffee did you put in today? Well, so I was making coffee this morning because typically I have coffee before I get to work in the morning, but every now and again, I'm like, I'll just wait till I get to work. So I was making the pot of coffee this morning and visiting with Drew at the same time. <laughs> and all of a sudden I said, uh, Drew, I don't know how many scoops of coffee I've put in the the filter in whatever that would be called so maybe stop then. so maybe stop so <laughs> instead of stopping i put a half a, a scoop because drew likes her coffee strong just for i just sure. like my coffee with a lot of creamer in it <laughs> strong strong with creamer. with creamer strong of creamer strong of creamer and whoo there is yeah. a jolt in this coffee yeah. this morning she goes hey this is kind of strong yeah and if drew is saying it's strong you could probably put like a spoon in it and it would stand. Did you know that they sell half-calf coffee, like beans or whatever that is, grounds? Oh, yes, um, partly because we get it here every once in a while, but I've gotten it before because I'm like an elderly woman. <laughs> and if I have any coffee, yep. Uh, if I, and I want coffee crumpets? all day long with my crumpets, <laughs> but if I have coffee after, or full calf coffee after like, mm, I don't know, one, yeah. I don't sleep at night. Yeah, I wouldn't sleep either. You're younger than I am. What? I know. How does, I'm so much younger. Jeez, you I are so like, much younger. I'm so old, but now I'm the no, young one. No, not here. <laughs> you get to be the young one here. Um, so that half-calf stuff that shows up here once in a while, uh -huh. so heaven forbid I, I uh, take it off the subscription at our house, so my my husband drinks yep. the half-calf because he's, he's fully caffeinated all of the time without I, I've met him. So, he is wired all yeah, the time, even without the caffeine. Yeah, Turbo is his nickname for a reason, um, so that's why the half-calf shows up here, but uh, I have some Celsius in my coffee mug today so mm -hmm. uh yeah well that's actually five cups of coffee in a can basically with yeah, them so that candy. gives you the yeah. anyway so it's like your strong coffee in there yeah and our strong coffee in here so each week i get these random emails well they're actually not random at all because i signed up <laughs> yeah i signed up and subscribed <laughs> to them random emails <laughs> and super famous person he just yes. loves me. He just loves okay, me. Okay, I signed up. It, yes, I <laughs> wanted a freebie from his book, and so I signed up. And now I get um, emails every Thursday yeah. from James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits. Okay. And he sends this three to one Thursdays email, and it's three thoughts from him, um, two thoughts from someone else, and one question. Oh. And the question that he posed the other day, I just loved. And I wrote it down because I, I loved it so much that I wanted to get it right. Verbatim. Verbatim. So, what is it? So it's on the sticky note. So when you see I, me looking down, that's just me being slick. She's actually just Acting like you can't see the sticky note <laughs> or my eyes, but really. You can. You can. Okay. Uh, or she's oh. just looking to see how much creamer she's got enough creamer. Yeah. I actually ran out of creamer this morning. This is a so little black. It is a little dark for me. And if you can see it, it's not you can actually that creamer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Since I'm that. not supposed to drink coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No good for you. Yeah. Which is why you drink Celsius. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a, we can get sponsored by Celsius. In a coffee cup. Uh huh. It works. So James Clear says, or asked us, 
do I actually need more info or do I simply need to act on the info I already have? Yeah. He used information, I did shorthand and then read it, but information. So that got me thinking about how many times we're setting out to do something, whether it's new or not, mm -hmm. and we get tripped up. It's kind of like a, just a decision point, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know I can, I can fall subject or pray to this every now and again because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I want things to be done perfectly. And also I can really struggle with um, confidence every now and again. Like yeah. I like to practice something until I feel really good at it and then I'm, I'm set to go. Mm -hmm. But until that I'm like, ooh, this is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I want a little bit of encouragement and feel like I, I really am confident as I set out. Yep. So I really was thinking about what are some of some things that would trip people up from acting yeah. and slow the progress down. And one of the things I thought about was a lack of knowledge. Right. One thing that I want, uh, a little path, can I rather? Oh my gosh, please do. Um, so in your organization, you have people and everybody's got different personalities, right? So in thinking of the people and the personalities that you have in your organization, uh, certain personalities are drawn to certain positions, right? So the whole getting tripped up in making decisions versus being able to make decisions really quickly has a lot to do with how you are hardwired mm -hmm. in your personality and thinking about the sometimes a lot of times a structure that works really effectively is whether it's that leadership team or whether that's at the top or in middle management or wherever that team has both of those personality types on the team yes. the person who can listen to their gut and make decisions quickly and then the person that gets tripped up and needs these things that Melissa's going to talk about but also um, giving grace to each other mm -hmm. that you actually need both those personalities to be super successful. The most often that I see it with my consulting business is that the CEO, the top person, the visionary isn't getting tripped up. Yeah. They're just sprinting, ignoring the little things that you should be Let's tripping Let's make the on. rules up as we go. We'll exactly. figure it out totally as we go. Exactly. Rules, laws, don't worry about them. Don't worry, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. It out. And they really do that and they really think that way um, and that's also a great thing because if we were always getting tripped up we wouldn't make any progress and that's what Melissa's going to dig into but also though for those people who have that personality and feel like they're being pulled back mm -hmm. a little bit by those who are getting tripped up that's not bad either it's just a balance and having that so the greatest one two combo that i've seen is when those people are different in that like hey well one you have to be an optimist to be able to make progress period so um there's part of that uh me and another person at our last employer talked to her saying we're not pessimists we're realists uh, but I've had to change my <laughs> but basically it's just like don't call me don't label me a pessimist even though I really am uh, I'm not I'm not positivity is one of my top five tricks but um, really thinking like hey here's the because you wanted to be like that's a great idea here's the reality of that 
but really thinking of that one-two combo and whether that's two or four or whatever your team comp combination is if you're all in the in the situation where we're talking about that you're getting tripped up in things and you don't have that person on your team that's just straightforward let's let's figure it out we'll figure it out as we go thinking about your next hire for that team dynamic to have enough diversity to be able to get over those things um, and then other way too right so if you just have a bunch of people who are full steam ahead who aren't getting mm -hmm. tripped up who aren't doing the four things that Melissa's going to talk about then you are not hedging your downsides so the four things are lack of knowledge low confidence need for perfection and information overload yep you can trip up on any of those oh so much and when i think about lack of knowledge if there has ever been a time in the world where all the information basically in the world is at our fingertips yep. it's right now typically we're literally holding it in our hand mm -hmm. at all times so as silly as it sounds not having the knowledge mm -hmm. is not something we need to concern ourselves with nope nope it, but some people do are like i want more information and and um when we used to think of like searching the internet that just can be daunting we're trying to find a light fixture for our building oh, and yeah i'm like there's so many yeah yeah like i want to look through seven thousand light fixtures and that's just one white website so Correct. that's just wayfair yeah and there's one million so light fixtures how do we gain enough information to be able to make a decision without going to the other tripping point of information overload. overload. Absolutely. So just getting out there and deciding, okay, does it need to be formal education that I'm missing out on, needing a new degree or certification, or are there ways that I can just set out and gain some of that information on our own or on my own, like a webinar or a podcast or reading a book mm -hmm. um, or Audible, however you like to consume um, knowledge from books or finding a mentor or a business leader that you can ask questions to and learn from their experience because there is so much value in learning from others. Yeah that and then a relationship is built. And they can talk back like you can, you can ask questions and they'll share versus the book you know, absolutely kind of yeah. or even sometimes that formal education setting where you're in a bigger group oh, yeah. and maybe you're not asking those really intentional questions and someone's giving more guard guarded answers even when they are at, mm -hmm. or answering answering them yeah. um and then those relationships give us opportunities that we maybe wouldn't have had before so that lack of knowledge and the connection with others is tremendously valuable also yeah so when you're thinking of like okay i need to make this decision and this is tripping me up the lack of knowledge thinking of how quickly do you want to make the decision because you can then go to an advisor ah, too yeah. so whether that's a mentor an actual paid advisor um you know the the natural ones are attorneys cpas and some of those things to make some of the business decisions but also if it's more organizational it's a consultant yes. or somebody who has been in that space and and helped lots of businesses make that decision so knowing that those resources are out there you can base there's basically anyone who does everything yes uh, anyone who does anything maybe um, so if you needed to make a decision on whether to buy or 
buy this piece of equipment or this building, you can find a consultant to do that. If you need to make a decision on a hire, you can find a consultant to do that. If you need to make cultural decisions inside your organization, you can find a consultant to do that. So um, the information or lack of information as a tripping point is more or less of a here and now, I don't have the information that I need. I feel that it or think I don't have the information that I need to make that decision. So go get it. Uh, but don't be overwhelmed because otherwise yeah. you'll trip up on the other. Information overload. Yeah. So one of the th something that you said made me think about how we judge other people based on the images we're seeing out there, whether it's social media. So we're judging them in there now mm -hmm. versus thinking about where they started. And there is a gap between there. Uh -huh. So, yeah. you know, don't judge where they are now because they had to go seek that knowledge as well. When you think about advisors, are you talking about or um, advisors or even people who are successful in a certain area? Oh. So then someone is like, well, I see, I see how they are today, but we don't see the progress they've made throughout well, the years. Well, can we have a little session? Because oh. I think that brings us to the next point. The oh, lack of confidence. Low confidence. What? Because <laughs> you I think, and your segue. Yeah, I think sometimes <laughs> maybe you know roundabout ways there's getting there that you what? see others and you're like, well, I can't do it because I'm not this person who's been mm. doing it for ten years. Yeah. I, you know, maybe not the person who's been doing it for 10 years. I just get so caught in my head, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So low confidence, it's a real thing. Uh, something I've gone through and had bouts about throughout my entire life. Yeah. And one of the ways I've gotten through it is by borrowing confidence in that other people see in me until yeah. I have confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So find that person that you can trust, that sees the greatness in you, that maybe you can't see in yourself and borrow that confidence. Borrow the confidence, yes. Yes, and one thing, um, and this is something I'm not always great about is creating a victories list. Yeah. So um, all the things that you have done super well in the past, all the successes you've made, don't try to make that list when you're feeling low or when you're lacking confidence because then it will feel like you've never done anything in your life and that's nonsense. Yep. So make that list after a victory and add to it every time so that you can pull it out and say, oh, but I am amazing. <laughs> yeah. Look at how great I Not am. Not just Sarah says I'm amazing, I really am. There's more than just Sarah. Exactly right, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. So another one is need for perfection. Yeah, puke. <laughs> so I had to learn this in, uh, not that I w I've never really been a perfectionist because what I ended up doing in, in high school even was participating in so many things uh -huh. that there was no time for perfection. Literally, Kylie makes fun of me and my senior yearbook because I'm on every page. Uh, How'd you do that? I was the editor of the <laughs> yearbook so I could put myself on every page, but literally, even if, because actually being an editor is not that hard because it's basically repetitive i wasn't on every page because i wasn't in the elementary section let's be honest uh of just 90 percent of the pages time. in yeah. your just in anything your that was like not uh the school pictures i was oh on my gosh, I and the it. reason that was is because i was in knowledgeable oh cool i don't know i don't know if i was in choir that's probably the one thing knowledgeable jazz band band every sport imaginable if i wasn't playing and I wasn't committed to a team, so like I played volleyball in the fall, but I was also a statistician for the football sure. team. And, yep. Uh, one, it's small town, so you, if you're not doing it, nobody's gonna do it yep. kind of thing. So 
had to, but in college also I, um, I made a decision of do I want to get straight A's, because I could, I would just have to work harder, or do I want to, well I didn't really actually have to, I have to choose because I had to pay my rent, so <laughs> there's not really a choice there. So I worked full time and went to school full time, so I had to choose that, and I learned actually like the difference between getting a B, so like the amount of effort that I needed to put forth mm. to get a B mm -hmm. versus an A was tremendous, the difference between B and A. So if I can do B work yep. most of the time and get by and get 10 times more done than doing A work and getting one thing done, I'm choosing B work a lot of the time. It also helps that I surround myself with amazing people. So I get a lot of A, so like in our consulting business and the client work, it's a lot of A work that we're producing, but, but because I have people around me. Um, so, but that can trip people up. Oh, like, absolutely. How do I make a decision? How do I get to the finish line if it has to be perfect? Yep, I, I mean, shipping B, yeah. shipping, shipping a B, B product is yeah. such a huge thing because when we're striving for that A all of the time, mm -hmm. like you talked about that, that amount of effort between B and A, and really the result that would come from the A product is does not outweigh the effort required to get there. Right. So don't be afraid to put, some, put a B product out there. And one thing that is forgotten often is just because the B product exists today, doesn't mean that's how it has to exist forever. So get the B product out there and then improve it as you go. Yeah, yep. yeah. Some of the, you know, the slogans, just do it. Yes. And some of those things and action over fear that can be used in all four of these different things that can trip you up. That's part of our book that we're reading this quarter. Yes. Is the greatest, um, overcoming of fear is action. So if you're afraid to make that call, if you're afraid to send that email, if you're afraid to send that proposal that isn't perfect, the way you get over that is by doing it. Yep. And just hitting send and, yep. and getting it done and getting it to the finish line. Absolutely. So. I think that's actually a perfect transition to information overload. Yeah. Because there is information coming at us because again, it's all at our fingertips. Yeah. And so sometimes like if, for example, if I go to a restaurant and the menus are this big and they're like four or five pages, pages, I'm like, I'll have chicken strips. <laughs> what? Why would I choose chicken strips at this great restaurant? It's because I know that's, I know I will eat that. Yes. Actually, I don't typically choose chicken chicken strips but yeah. I know I'll eat that yeah. I know it's probably gonna be good yeah. but I miss out right <laughs> exactly <laughs> drop it in the fryer yeah. but I am overwhelmed yeah. by all the information mm -hmm. and that happens in business also all the time yep and that overwhelming feeling mm -hmm. can really get people stuck in inaction mm -hmm. and tripping people up and what you talked about before that leaning into action doing one thing whether it's taking out the trash or doing the dishes or sending the email or picking up the phone and making the call, mm -hmm. that action spurs other action and that momentum builds. And so really just making the decision, choosing one thing, remembering just like with perfection, just because you make that choice today doesn't mean it has to be the choice for the rest of your life. 
go ahead and do the thing. Yeah. So unless you're like a brain surgeon or a heart surgeon. Yes. I want uh, you to really know what you're doing then. And then we strive for perfection yes. and all the things there. But everybody else, anything that you do can be modified in the future. So making sure that you're not putting all this pressure on yourself mm -hmm. that you need to have all the information, but you have too much information because a lot of times when you're gathering too much, it can be contradictory. Absolutely. You can find anything you want yeah. to find. Yes. For Oregon. I tease that uh, stats are, are great and horrible at the same time because you can do a study to prove anything that yes. you want. It just your sample size and all those things are are manipulated to prove whatever it is that you want to prove so yes. um information overload especially in these days now our podcast is called results train yeah so how does tripping up in this conversation drive results so i mean tripping up that's just being aware of the things that trip 